You're listening to the Owls AmeriCast, sponsored by Sheffield Wednesday's iFollow live match streaming service. Sign up now at swfc.co.uk slash iFollow. Rebirth Brass Band, Grammy Award winner Rebirth Brass Band. We about to get into one hour classics. Do what you want, baby. New Orleans style. Here we go. Original. Six with 13 to play. The playoff push is on here on Owls AmeriCast, Sheffield Wednesday Opinion with an American accent. I'm your host, Jeffrey Paternostro, and as you can see, I'm grasping at straws. I've also grasped for the last beer in my fridge. I'm killing off the final Spotten Optimator Doppelbach, which is actually, uh, I'm just seeing this now, billed as malt liquor and not beer from Spotten Brown in Munich. I bought a bunch of them to make chili in November, and this is the last one. Also on the line this week, in New Jersey, Patty A. Jones. Patty, what are you drinking? Uh, very disappointingly, I've got some water, which might be a podcast first. Uh, I'm drinking water uh, because I've been running around all night doing crazy stuff to prepare for New Orleans tomorrow, which I actually I fly out at 6 in the morning, which I forgot about. Um, and I just what bars packing. are open in uh, JFK at six in the morning? <laughs> well, sadly, I'm going to Newark in one of those pokey little cafes that don't yeah. serve beer, probably. Um, yes, so uh, I'm drinking water because I'm stressed out of my head and got lots of shit to do. So let's crack on. Also in New Orleans already, it's Nick Mid- Nicholas Midgey. Oh, no, <laughs> no, Midgey. Jamie, I don't, I don't. <laughs> got to blame. You got to talk to my parents about that. Mm. Never been called Nicholas. It is on my passport, my driver's license. You also said it on your Skype. Yeah, I know. Can I fix it, right? I mean, you probably can. I can't do it for you. I heard it's permanent. I'm to fix it. Nick, what are you drinking? Jamie's Uh, twin. Well, it might have been Tuesday for you yesterday, but down here it was Mardi Gras day. So I started drinking yesterday at 8 o'clock in the morning until about 10 o'clock at night. So I had a 14-hour session yesterday. The last thing I wanted to do today was have another beer. However, we had a meet-up. That Mimi's good turnout as well, surprisingly. It was about eight of us there. Uh, so I had you know, a few pints afternoon, and I'm like, that's it. Nothing until the meetup. But then my mother-in-law's in town, and she had a bottle of Chardonnay in the fridge, so just grabbed a glass for I came up here. <laughs> so I, have, I, don't, I don't know who it's by, but it's, it's cold, it's decent. Anyway, quick thought before. Do you want to see what I was wearing yesterday, Mardi Gras here? <laughs> All right, screen grab that one. Hang on, I haven't, that was, started, I haven't uh, started the video, so. I haven't started the video. Oh, well, we anyway, you can see it. it. We, we were a marching band crew. There's like 24 of us, and uh, we all had to choose a particular. So a friend of mine got like two dozen of these on the, on eBay, and we all had to decorate them ourselves. You got the blue and white one. I went as, as much as uh, blue and white as I could. 
He got a great. He got a great place. Yeah, we great the shrimp at the airport this weekend. Can you see that? We were the shrimp steppers. boot steppers. And we had like a little dance routine. Which League Two team is called the, the Shrimpers or something? Isn't there a League oh, Two team? South End? I don't know. Who is it? South End? No, it's oh. somewhere Ross Wallace went last time, a year ago. The, um... the Fleet, yeah. is it? Yeah, it might be. No, they're the Cod Army. It is South End. Oh, anyway, I want to be shrimpers. I describe what you put on for people listening back home. So uh, you just put on a massive kind of like blue hat with silver sequins. Oh, you're going to put it back on? I'm trying to describe oh. it to people. Oh, oh right, yeah. Podcast. Listen to a podcast, you don't quite get it, do you? I was yeah, just okay. going to make that picture of the podcast image for the episode, so. <laughs> yeah, put it on Twitter. Yeah. Bang it on Twitter. Might be well covered. Well, we're off to a roaring start. We haven't even finished know. the introductions yet. So. <laughs> See, I'm padding it out for you. <laughs> out in Cascadia. So Cascadia Greetings. Owl, Mike LaRue, and Mike, what are you drinking? Hey, I have the old standby, which is the uh, Blackberry Hard Cider from Two Towns, So, which is made Marion. Um, I don't know why I keep a case for this around the house, but I do, because I like it. How are you? Doing good. We actually have a Wednesday league victory to talk about for the first time in... Ooh three months uh we'll also do some wednesday news i assume none of us have prepared for the show it's gonna be loose it's gonna be loose we figured we should do something before the national meetup we'll also talk about the national meetup um i guess we'll preview the darby county game and i guess we'll preview the man city fa cup game seems like all why the hell not yeah let's do it see how it goes but we start with uh, 90 minutes and 90 seconds. So it's really 180 minutes and 90 seconds. And let me tell you, it ain't going to take 90 seconds. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday 3, Birmingham City 3. Have you watched a game this year, listeners, where Wednesday didn't really deserve to win but were up late and conceded a late goal? If so, well, there's, there's your Birmingham City and Sheffield Wednesday recap. For Sheffield Wednesday 1, Charlton Athletic nil. Uh, the best comp I can come up with is that Barnsley game from a while back where we battered them for 94 minutes and then Chris McGuire had to hit a worldie from outside the box to win it. Except instead of being a worldie goal from 40 yards out or whatever, I'm probably exaggerating, it took a uh, Eddie Newhue falling over, kicking the ball up in the air, and <laughs> Stephen Fletcher nodding it in worldie in the 95th minute to win. Uh, that's called an assist. <laughs> yeah, I think it finds this. I was calling it a a, a very crafty dummy. Did, I don't think he actually touched it, did he? Knew no, he. I think he just fell over. He just fell over. <laughs> but he never touched he, the ball. So he, but, he as a good without, striker, without, he dragged several defenders with him. <laughs> as he fell to the, the ground. We call that a false nine. Yeah. <laughs> Does he get an official assist for that? You got to take that up with the football league, I think. Yeah. Well, he also uh, won the foul too, remember? So, he, I mean, he technically did get assists. He did, yeah. Two assists. Yeah. So, uh, we didn't actually write these out, so I don't. We'll just go, I guess, clockwise on my screen. Uh, <laughs> see how that goes. Mike, what was your talking point from these two games? I hate to say it, but it's like these minimal signs of improvement, but maybe even, like, we've stopped the bleeding. But my big point is I look at the table and I, I, I just, the whole league is crap. So I wonder if this. If None this, more so than Charlton based on this game. But you just wonder, does this conversation happening 
all over on all the phone-in shows and all the podcasts and all the blogs is everybody's talking about how crap their team is and you know we're four or five games away from playoffs we're four or five games from regulation relegation and who knows that's my talking point for this who knows what's going to happen can only imagine what the addicts america sounds like I'm going to uh, build on how everyone's crap, and this is a crap league, because that Birmingham game was some of the worst football I've seen in a long time. <laughs> there was a period of play, it stuck, it's burnt in my memory, around the 50th minute, where I think, for like about five, six, seven minutes, we just kicked the ball up in the air, or headed it up in the air. And it went back and forth from like the midfield to the defence, just up in the air. And then Birmingham joined and started kicking up in the air too. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It was just absolutely like dire, dire football. And I understand people saying it's probably the, the best forward attacking player we've had probably for the 2020. But still, there was periods of that game where we just didn't look like we knew what a football was. And the same goes with Birmingham too. Where we just kind of hoofed it everywhere. It was, it was bizarre. Uh, and I think Birmingham, like, kind of matched us for quality. And Charlton today was another awful team we've played. But thankfully, I think we did play a little bit better today. Uh, what, the half an hour I saw, at least. But the whole, yeah, the whole agreement crap is definitely a, a regular talking point we can keep going on and on about. Nick, do you have a talking point? <laughs> you are Nick for the rest of the podcast now. <laughs> who's Nick? I've only got like... Who's Nick? <laughs> Anyway, uh, have I got a turn point? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not quite a cynical person, but I, I thought going into the Birmingham game, I was really thinking we are searched for relegation at this rate. Uh, I thought we did okay against Birmingham. I know it was scrappy. It was, but I think we played okay against Birmingham. Today, I thought we were, and again, we can't be too much into the Charlton team. We don't think they're that good, but I thought there was a lot of positives from today. We should have been three or four up. I mean, at one stage, I mean... Had we not won, it would have been an absolute travesty, I think. Would you, but, say, uh, the, would you say the biggest difference is in, in form and after it forest area at this point? Uh, for, well, forest area's definitely got the impetus. In, in his, in his, that's what I miss about Hutchinson not being in the team. Somebody who's just really... Because that's what the fans want to see, just somebody making an effort. Forest area <laughs> made a real, really good effort today. We've got a very low we've bar. Yeah. What? <laughs> We've got a low bar for what fans want to see in Wednesday shows. Yeah. Effort's fine. Yeah, and you know, apart from that, we've got Fletcher back, and his hair's looking better than ever. That was my talking point, by the way. (laughs) My talking point is just Stephen Fletcher's hair. It is just it's it's got a little pompadour now. Yeah, every time he comes back from injury, he's got more of it. Yeah, let's go back to Jamie's theory because Jamie's theory last time he came on the podcast was that these hair transplants are having a massive impact on the people. Yeah, take that back. (laughs) (laughs) Say that about Jordan Rhodes. Well, first of all, nobody verified if he had a hair transplant. And then secondly, you just turn to crap again anyway. Well, so. uh, if you look at the social media that uh, Sheffield Wednesday put out right after the team put out right after the game, it's got Bannon and Fletcher right next to each other celebrating. And yeah, they look pretty identical. Yeah. I think I think Fletcher's is the better of the two hair, uh, hair transplants. Bannon still looks a bit short on the uh, crown area. If we get the hair the... ratings out, I think uh, Fletcher's hair gets an 8 out of 10 uh, for plugs. And yeah. uh, Bannon's hair, maybe a 6.5. Mm-hmm. How about anyway, the, the, other good, the, the other good talking about, about today is I don't know if you saw it, but like when Fernando went off and he had to go off like toward uh, the north stand then and slowly walk his way all around, which is a ridiculous ruling, by the way. Yeah. That's got to that's got to be rescinded because somebody's gonna. I mean, if you're a player and it's like you know you get, get anything could happen as you're walking around like 
the pitch from that you side. But anyway, the, uh, he walked all the way around. The referee could just by keep the, the clock stopped while he walking to, off. By the time he got to the tunnel, I don't, and, and, and the camera just panned on it, he, him and uh, Mung were having a real big hug, like a man hug, like, you know. Really Did you nice see that, anybody? It was that, just me. I didn't see it. it, was... it was... He said nice things about him in the in the post match too. Basically, that he's been really good in practice since coming back from the last injury and putting in an effort. Which again, low bar for Sheffield Wednesday players at this point. But he yeah. did look well, after it in the two in the in the two games, and he does offer when he's you know on his bike. He offers something completely different in that sort of second striker or winger role than anything they have in the squad otherwise. Yeah, I think like he's, he's best at that second striker role. So down the centre, the last two games, he's uh, been in, like the Forestier we expect him to be. Yeah, he's still looking consistent in front of goal. Yeah, he's still a little bit selfish. But he makes things happen. Like you say, Jamie, he's, he make, he's an impetus. He's a kind of metronome. He's a, he's a kind of constant kind of threat and annoyance to uh, defenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, a different kind of turn of pace to most of our strikers up front. He actually and, wins uh, fouls, which no one on the team can do otherwise. Yeah. I was going to speak about that foul he did today in Charlton. I think it was towards the end of his uh, uh, time, so he got a yellow card for it. Uh, he, he fouled two people at once. Uh, he slid through the back it of two did, people. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. Got his money for us. If you could make that in black and white and put some like uh, <laughs> some like music to it, that that's good. Because I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. He actually fouled two players at the same time. <laughs> Slid through two people. It was brilliant. I don't think I've ever seen that in like forty-five years of watching football. I think Hutch has done it before. Previous, I think maybe last season. <laughs> Hutch was as well. So was it right to to um, take Forestieri out too early? Yeah. Well, I, I would have I, was... I would have taken Kieran Lee off for Windass as the last sub, yeah. but it worked. Mm. So I mean, whatever. They won the yeah. game. So who came on for Forestieri today? De Cruz. All right. I mean Fletcher. I think let's talk about Fletcher for a little bit because he oh. his impact two games now uh, half an hour probably in each game, uh, and he looks so up for it. He has not missed a beat from his purple patch before he got injured. No, uh, and that and first he, sorry that first couple of minutes he like had a shot that was saved and then a header that was saved and then it was awesome. I thought so. Brilliant. He came yeah, out and, and he said just, after I guess we're just gonna. Fine. Roll Wednesday news into this. He came out after and said they've already had talks about a, a new contract and he wants to stay with Wednesday before he retires. How old, how old is he now? 30. He's not, he's, only, no, he's not as old as you think he is, is the thing. He's 32. <laughs> 32. He looks like he's like 35. <laughs> but I think he's, he's like, one of those 31. Yeah. One of those guys got a ton of mileage on him, I though. Think, no, I think, he, I think he's 32. But he's been yeah, backwards 32, in yeah. age, too, remember? He's been backwards in age, too. So next year he'll be 31 and the year after will be 32 because <laughs> his hair. I'm just his looking at the picture so of him playing for Sunderland in 2015, and the hair isn't quite as thick. <laughs> Shock horror. Well, I'd, I'd, give, I'd give him another year, definitely. Maybe two. I don't know. But I mean, he's on big money, isn't he? So we gotta. Uh, yeah, but so uh, I don't remember who was on the build-up. Um, first of all, hearing Rob Staten on the radio today was fantastic on the build-up. Um, but yeah, they were just talking, they were reflecting on the number of players that were in the Wembley final that are still on this roster. And I mean, this is not a topic that is on, you know, we've discussed many times here, but are we ready for this again to, to renew Fletcher? <laughs> I mean, are, they're not going to do better. He has 542 first team appearances. Uh, uh, the thing I, is, he's got to this stage of his career, right? And I think today he'd never scored more than 12 goals in a season. 
And I think today he hit 13, didn't it? So he's he like broken. 14 for Hibernian in 2007, uh, 2008. Uh, that's yes. in the Scottish league. doesn't count. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, anybody can score. <laughs> uh, no, but I thought... I thought uh, in Scottish English league. football, he's never scored more than 12. This is uh-huh. certainly his best uh, <clears throat> scoring record. He's got... I don't know if this is up to date with today's game. Assuming it isn't, he's got 13 and 22 now. I think that is. I think Jamie's right. I think it was at 12 and 13. pushed him over the edge. So that's awesome. So and he's got what 11 more games left this season, and I can see him adding to that tie by at least another five, maybe. Uh, if he carries on like he's playing at the moment and keeps fit, which I mean, for our sake, the difference he's had uh, coming on the pitch, we just look a different team. Bannon looks a different player. Uh, the wingers look like they've got something to aim at. It's 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 like everything's fitting back into place again. It would be something yeah. if we finally got our twenty goal season striker and finished twelve. Oh, can't wait for that. <laughs> can, I, can I just make another point about today? Have you noticed? Uh, are we like, what can what, can he swear on this show? I've never noticed. You don't swear much, you bloody. Um, that way, if we can. Yeah. Well, have you noticed how like shithousery has taken over from time wasting in light of technology? <laughs> Oh, shit, I was in, like, sure. and it's like, and it's true, I heard it all today. But basically, they were they were guilty of it today, Charlton, especially right at the end. I mean, they said, the referee said four minutes injury time. And then that guy with the floppy, blonde, stupid, blonde fringe, like, kicked the ball away when we were just about to take a free kick in, like, the 93rd minute. And yeah. the referee clearly added on, like, another 30 seconds which we scored in it because we we scored after ninety four minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like so that shit outery of his pretty much cost him like a point. Yeah, but anyway, that's two I'm points. All for it. Shit I'm all for it. Is it just do, do people say time waste anymore? Or is it do we just say shit outery? I, I don't think, I don't think of shit outery as kicking the ball away. I think of shit outery as like yeah. Like Chris, well, it's generally time wasting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, but it's, you do it to slow the game down and like break the game up and like. I think shit is a bigger umbrella, which time right, wasting part of. Into. Yeah, but there was a there was a free kick down around that same corner where Dawson wasn't exactly speeding up to to place the ball either. So it, it Dawson's natural pace. Dawson's <laughs> good point. I, mean, anyway, I, don't, I don't think Wednesday do it enough, which is why we probably concede so so many goals so late. You actually have to like win a free kick or a goal kick to time waste is the problem, which they can so never do in the last 10 from, minutes. So what I'm hearing from Jamie is he hates shithousery, but Wednesday needs up up their shithousery. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, every, every, all other teams seem to do it, so I think we should do it a bit more. This and, is and uh, players like clearly where they miss Ross Wallace the most. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was fantastic. He was the best at it. Yeah, you miss. Yeah, you need a character like Ross Wallace in your team. You need to waste some time. Ross Wallace will just get a random red card in the 87th minute, yeah. too. <laughs> uh, Is that all we have on these two games? I think I had some points to make, but I can't remember any of them. Um, <laughs> Tom Lees. That's what I want to talk about. Tom Lees. Oh, you want to talk about Tom Lees. Uh, all right. The tale of Tom Lees. Uh, two games. So, Birmingham, absolute shit as usual. Um, yeah. Charlton, a little bit of a <clears throat> renaissance appearance from old Tom Lees here. Uh, well, at least the half an hour I saw, it was pretty good. Charlton did not uh, offer a ton going forward. Correct. So maybe he's found his level. But um, I wanted to call out, first of all, I, I think he was at fault for, I think, at least two of the goals uh, against Birmingham. The last one. The last one, definitely. definitely. Didn't, win, didn't get anywhere near that header. No. And, uh, an old uh, Jukovic, or he's called, uh, dominated him as usual. Um, and I think just, it, 
he, he upsets that back four. That's why I think I often took the brunt for his poorness and got subbed off. Uh, obviously, I think it was a half time, wasn't it, against Birmingham? But I, I, if that was me in, in Monk's position, I would be taking Leeds off at half time there because he had a shocking first half. Um, but then what I saw at Charlton today, he, he looked much better. Um, and I, and I, whether it's just we can't play I offer and him at the same time, I'm not sure. <coughs> When I then when them two appeared in the same lineup, it just looks like fucking chaos. No one seems to know their role. No one seems to understand what was going on. Apparently, at one point on Saturday, we were playing Joey Pelopesi at right wing back. I didn't see that on the page that at was all. The thing that happened. I was listening. I was, I was listening to podcasts like last night. It was uh, the um, different gravy podcast, and they were saying they were arguing about whether we did play Pelopesi at wing back or not because it didn't look like it was playing wing back. I mean, does that mean we had I offer Burner and Lee's at centre half, and then? I mean, Burner was out on the wing a fair bit too in that game. That formation was nuts on Saturday. No wonder we were three. <laughs> see the three goals. We were all over the place. I mean, they switched to a pretty standard four-four-two for the second half. I just feel like, yeah, I'm hoping now we've got most of our players back fit that Monk starts pissing about with formations because it just seems to roll the dice on occasion. That kind of, I think, has contributed to a sh- shitty defense uh, over the last two months. As long as you're uh, doing other Wednesday news, you did say that Adam Reach and. Luongo might be available for selection next week. For Derby? I don't know if it's for Derby or the Man City FA Cup game, but Mm -hmm. sometime Mm -hmm. in the next week. I'm more looking forward for Luongo coming back than uh, Reach, if I'm honest with you. I think we... But then we've got a little bit of a Kieran Lee renaissance too. It it is... Kieran Lee. So he was... I thought he was very good against Birmingham. In the Charlton game, it's like... You can tell... He still knows what he's doing, but the lower half of his body will just not cooperate with him anymore. Because <laughs> he's... I, I made this point in our WhatsApp group, talking about sort of how nice it was to see, like, sort of the interplay between Lee and Bannon and Forestieri today. And it's like, yeah, well, they're all, like, 32 and with injury issues now. <laughs> like, Wembley was five years ago. Everyone's I think you're old. In the- we used to say Kieran Lee is a box-to-box midfielder, and I think he's just a box midfielder, and that's <laughs> yeah. usually the attacking player. <laughs> he's lost a box. Yeah, uh, he can that, still I, like he can still do like you can see like the actual technical skill is still there. Like he just doesn't have the engine that he used to have, which is a shame. No, but that's I think makes it a little bit more lightweight in midfield. Whereas I think you could usually rely on Kieran Lee of two or three years ago sure. to do to have a great game in both the, our half and their half. What I've seen over the last two games where he's played better is he's doing better in their half, attacking. Uh, I think he assisted two goals against Birmingham, mm-hmm. Kieran Lee, um, or part of that makeup of two goals at least. Um, but he's not tracking back. He hasn't got that engine, like you say, to get back and back and forth. So can we afford him? He's a bit of a luxury player now. We used to be a luxury player, but I think he's in that same role as almost a kind of Windass uh, role behind the striker as attacking midfielder. Uh and I think if we play him, we've got to play two other midfielders, one of them being Bannon and another one being a defensive midfielder. Hopefully not Pelopesi. Definitely not Pelopesi, but I've got an opinion <laughs> for you. And you can just shoot me down because I could be like talking rubbish. But like, because like, we've got Iofa on the bench now. Do you reckon he could make it like a Carlton Palmer style midfielder? <laughs> He can't control the ball, mate. No, he can't. Sometimes when he looks at Palmer, he, he seems to be struggling to control the ball as well. But when he, you're talking about players that could like take out two people with a tackle like Forestieri, I immediately thought of Carlton Palmer. So. <laughs> Palmer was a fantastic player, but I hope he's got like he's got the pace, can tackle. I don't know. It was just like you never know, do you? Nobody thought Paul Warnes was going to make a 
an, you know, an England striker, and he did it. Like what they actually Cross. should have done is sign Michael Hector because he could probably do that, and they put him yeah. in that we role sometimes million. last year. Seven, we didn't have seven million quid spare, didn't we? No. Other no. uh, problem today. Other problem today as well was the. Uh, the I think they're fiddling with the attendance figures because there's no way there were 20, <laughs> 21 and a half thousand people there. You could just see like big, big. They're gaps all waiting in, in line for pies. You could see the, you could see the chancery white in the white seats like coming through all over the place. It's like oh, people just stayed at home. So I don't know. I don't know what benefit they have to fill in the books like that. Well, clearly, I think being... they always count the season tickets whether they've come through the gates or not. I think that's, that's one very, of the, that's the first a very American rules. sports thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the first what rule of fudging the books. Yeah, yeah. Paid attendance. <laughs> yeah, bingo. All right, on that note, we'll take a break. When we come back, we will preview the Derby game and the New Orleans meetup and the round of 16 FA Cup against oh. Man City, who is a spicy one, under the lights at Hillsboro because it's a midweek night game now for some reason. <laughs> This weekend, all weekend, long weekend, in the Big Easy, our first National Owls Americas meetup for a Derby County game. It's very exciting. Jamie, what do the people have to look forward to? Well, unfortunately, they, they miss Mardi Gras, but uh, this city never sleeps. Paddy can say all he wants about New York. It's, it's New Orleans. Uh, so we've got, uh, we've got it all, really. We've got a football game, obviously. On That's the, the Friday least night, part. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Although we are, we are, we've been upgraded at Fimicals. We've got the big TV. <laughs> like we are being upgraded. I think don't the uh, the pigs play at the same time on Saturday. I don't but know. That TV will be on in the corner. No, we, yeah, they're only in Columbus think. anyway, as far as I can tell from NBC Sports or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. And we're expecting about uh, forty Wednesday fans in Fimicals, which is uh, not bad. Not bad showing. For our first national meetup. Yes, and it's also looking like the weather's going to be good, sunshine. The weather's going to be good. Uh, we've got a crawfish boil planned. for. App. If nobody's ever had crawfish, fantastic. You can watch them getting boiled alive before you eat them. 
so that's right after across a friend's house across the street, and then uh, a night out on uh, Bourbon Street. And uh, I'm sure no one what... on this podcast will get into trouble there. No. Okay. <laughs> well, the big uh, we'll... question of the week, the big question of the Derby County game is: Will Will Paddy buy a round? <laughs> I'm buying a cake for the crawfish, oh, and I'll report <laughs> on that. Although we actually uh, have we actually have a keg for for post game we have a keg of uh, local brew uh, which is Urban South uh, Paradise Park pretty nice yeah. one. Um, uh, we'll be buying that. a few a couple of bottles of liquor too. So uh, OAF funding the beer and the liquor for the crawfish boil out of uh, a wonderful merch sale. So everyone has bought a shirt over the last year and a half, <laughs> one being proudly displayed by Jamie right now. Uh, not that particular merch that, that's funded this, but uh, other merch. We have uh, managed to pull out the kitty um, and pay for a keg and some booze. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, mate. I can't wait to see you guys. I'm flying out tomorrow morning at 6. We've got people from all over the country coming over. We had a tweet yesterday from a guy who's driving from northwest Arkansas with five other Wednesdayites. Alan Gooding is his name. So I want to shout out to Alan. That's an awesome effort. Uh, I have no idea how long that takes, but I'm guessing it's not that fucking close. No, it's not. That's uh, probably hmm, good eight-hour drive or more. Jeez. We've got um, Tommy driving from South Carolina, Charleston. We've got people in uh, New England, Boston. Justin's coming down. Uh, obviously, there's about four or five, maybe, I think maybe six New Yorkers coming down. Um, and obviously, the, the New Orleans massive as well. So um, it's going to be a good get-together. And uh, I would say uh, you're probably a little bit late to book flights now. But if you have got a last-minute flight, come and join us. Uh, well, the Wednesday are winning again. And it's going to be sunny <laughs> and full of Wednesday nights. Jamie, should people make a point of having a Sazerac while they're down there? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean you may as well. It's a classic New Orleans drink. I'm a Vucare uh, guy myself, but they're they're a pain in the ass to make. Mm. I, I, I bartend occasionally. The last thing you want to hear is somebody oh make a Sazerac off. You want to go to like the Sazerac bar. Go bottle that sugar cube. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a Sazerac bar. Which if you're gonna do it, go to yeah. Sazerac and have another one there. But uh, yeah, have a Sazerac, eat some crawfish. Uh, don't expose yourself on Bourbon Street, or you'll end up in prison. Uh, is that an experience that? You don't want to be an OPP. Is that an uh, experience uh, anecdote you said, shared there? <laughs> no, no I, I, not me personally, but uh, <laughs> I know I've had friends who have exposed their buttocks and uh, spent the night courtesy of the uh, you know New Orleans taxpayer in the Orleans Parish prison. prison. Jamie, I want to know where the best muff letter is nowadays. I want a big muff. Where can <laughs> I get it? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me where uh, to get a big bus. Uh, I don't eat meat, so I never eat those things. I don't know. Uh, I think the uh, it's that place on Decatur Street in the French Quarter. I'll, don't worry. I'll, I'll take to all the best places. Awesome. Okay, right, so, anybody uh, else Jamie... come down if you, you want to follow me around? I know my way. I've been here fifteen years, so I know my way around. Mm. <laughs> uh, I want to also say uh, if you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram because I will be taking control of that over the next four days and posting. A lot of uh, embarrassing photos and videos, I assume, from Wednesdayites taking over New Orleans. Uh, Jamie, I know you've got to get off, mate, so I want to say thanks for uh, joining us this week. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow, mate. All right. Yeah, I'm going to pick Paddy up from the airport. <laughs> hey, books, right? hey, hey, the, money is, the money you save on that tax, you can buy around with, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's one, me, mate. All Here's you, one. <laughs> All right, guys. What we're going to talk about Wednesday-wise. Um, we have to actually preview the Derby game that yeah. you're going to be Darby. watching at some point. So, 
What do we know about Darby besides Wayne Rooney plays there now? John Harks used to. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to guess in grand Darby tradition, they are 10th on the table right now. No, they're, they're below. They're below us. Yeah, below they're us? like two places below us. Yeah, yeah. Um, winnable home game. I'll, I'll I'll bring this up as far as the crap of the table. Do you know that the winning team, the team that is running away with the league, has 19 wins, and the team at the last place of the league has 10 wins? It's a championship. After, after 35 games, that is crazy. Again, shit league. Yeah. So. It is so, do you think what, what's our odds? What's our odds against winning? I think we've got a good chance of winning Derby because they're, they're as inconsistent as we are. I think they'll start uh, Fletcher. Why guess. don't we save this for recording? I think we yeah, are recording. Reco- I haven't stopped recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> when Patty said this was going to be a loose show, listeners, this is what he was referring to. Are we recording? <laughs> We're recording for forty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this is just preamble. Welcome to the Owls America show, <laughs> the opinion with an American accent. On today's show, uh, hey guys, the, I think the rehearsal went great, guys. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> they say bad dress, good show. <laughs> uh, what were we saying? Derby County. Um, yes. I, I think that we should be winning this now. Uh, Hillsborough. Um, Very confident are... for a man. Supporting a team that's won one game in three months. Hey, also we've got four points from the last six. That's what yeah, I'm there you go. I'm, I'm very near focused on this last run. So um, Stephen Fletcher and Morgan Fox, the warrior, uh, the warrior of Morgan Fox, for his full name, of course, um, are back in the team, and we're going to win every game. I feel like it's a different, a different world we're working in compared to last week's podcast. <laughs> Two the games. Is what you make of it, Patty? Yeah, two games in this. One of which we conceded in stoppage time to drop two points. <laughs> As we're saying, you win three or four in a row in this league, and you are. You As know, I said at the outset, the playoff push is on. Yeah, playoff push is on. Not only is the playoff push on, the Wembley push is on. It's next <laughs> Wednesday. Under the lights at Hillsborough, full house, Man City. I, I will admit I was two, I was two screening the uh, Wednesday game and Man City Real Madrid. One of them was better than the other to watch as a product of soccer. But I have to say, with their League Cup final this weekend and uh, return match with uh, Real at the Etihad coming up, maybe. Just maybe they'll uh, switch out a couple players, and we'll only see—I don't know—two of Rodri, Kevin De Bruyne, and <laughs> Riyad Mahrez. Yeah, there may only be, there may only be eight World Cup participants on yeah. the field. So it's starting to. Remember when you play Premier League teams in the cup, and they play a B side, and they all be shit. Now like, they can play a C side and a D side, and it still would be like ten times better than our championship teams. It's just not fair. <laughs> Do you want to know who was on the bench for the? Uh... Jeez. I mean, Raheem Sterling was on the bench for starters, and when he came in, it. Uh... He's done knocked, wasn't he? He's been a little bit injured. 
I was hoping he he's injured, injured for the game. I don't like, I don't think they'll actually play him in the FA Cup game. Like I don't know what their goals are. Obviously, um, as a as a fellow massive club, Man City has also run afoul of FFP. And all the best teams do. All the best. Yeah, it's just avoidable. It's the uh, <laughs> UEFA is just out for all of us essentially. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know what they're, you know, they're obviously still in play for the, for the quadruple. Well, what quadruple? They can't win the league. I mean, they're still technically in play no, for the quadruple. They're not. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Not even the most optimistic Man City fan would say they're in for the no. league still. It is curious. We have Derby and uh, Man City back to back. You hope Shinsuri's got his lawyers there to, you know, swap notes with everybody. <laughs> That's what it is. It's the FF, FFP trifecta. <laughs> so how did you guys get away with it? Oh, we didn't shit. Jeff's here. I found. I found this was this was their <laughs> this was their bench for the huh. Champions League game against Real Madrid this week. When uh, Claudio Bravo and goal, obviously. Raheem Sterling, Sergio Aguero, David Silva, Fernandinho, Joe Cancelo, Phil Foden. Yeah. Let's <laughs> uh. just hope they're using all the full, let's say, 20 best players for the two games against Madrid and the League Cup final against Villa. Uh, and then when they get through to Wednesday, they're just going to play I the kids. I that so... So, what was last year's matchup? Was it Rotherham and Man City? I don't remember. Was and I don't remember if it was the League Cup or FA Cup. One of them ended nine nil. That was against Brighton. No, 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 no. This was. I mean, the FA Cup final against Watford. They scored like seven. No, but I want to say that they took on Rotherham or Barnsley last I mean, year. Certainly, might have. Not, and it was it was like the first of two legs. What what game? That would have, must have been League Cup. Yeah, I'm just I'm. I, not going to be that bad. Uh, I mean, why not? They've beaten no seven relatively recently, so. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm not hopeful of any result out of this. Surprisingly, um, I'd be happy if we score a goal uh, and, and make it competitive. But I don't think um, we're going to win. Surprisingly, yeah, it, it is frustrating that a year ago we were heading into what Chelsea, and it was uh, they gave us the prime time slot. We we're the only game on Sunday morning. We were all feeling. Yeah, why not? And here, I don't know, it's going to be a Wednesday game. We're all going to be at work. and Yeah, we had 15 meetups that day, I remember. That was one of the biggest day of meetups we've ever yeah. had, I think, with that Chelsea oh. game. Good luck with uh, that. Shit sure. game. Wednesday <laughs> fucking afternoon. It is on ESPN Plus for any American subscribers uh, that can get off work. Oh, I think we are trying to get off work, New York Isles, by the way. Should we just seek into the meetups now? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, why not? We, yeah. Uh, um, Patty, if it, you want to watch the uh, Derby County game, <laughs> where can you watch it? Well, there's only one place to watch hmm. the Derby County game in America, and that is at New Orleans at Finn McCool's with 40 other Wednesday fans. Uh, there'll be no New York Isles meetup because we're all in New Orleans. Um, uh, Stephen Peck will be doing it in Main View Inn. Um, I think that's all for Derby. The Man City game, New York Isles are back. We will be at Football Factory for that. Mike, are you meeting up for the Man City game? Uh, we'll have it on. And if not, I will uh, send that out over 
Twitter and whatnot. But yeah, I'll talk to the Toffee Club. We should get going. So Portland, Toffee Club, Man City versus Wednesday too. The good thing about these FA Cup games, even though they are at Wednesday afternoon, most of uh, a good soccer bars nowadays will carry that game. So uh, let us know on Twitter if you're watching it at your local bar and we shall spread the word to find other Wednesday fans. And even if you're not watching it and you know your local bar is showing it, let us know. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So just yeah. let us know your local bar at ESPN Plus. And obviously we'll be showing the Man City game with all the Man City fans that are way more numerous than us around America. They don't really show up at <laughs> Football Factory, reason. though. They don't. They've got their own bar, thankfully. We will outnumber the Man City fans at Football Factory, I think, on Wednesday. Hopefully. So we did do it agenda for this episode i have to go to an old one to actually figure out how to wrap up the show and it goes like this we've been listening to episode 93 of the owls americast brought to you by sheffield wednesday's i follow live match streaming service sign up at swfc.co.uk slash i follow you can find us on the internet owlsamericas.com email the show at owlsamericas at gmail.com find and follow us on twitter and instagram at owlsamericas our podcast intro and bumpers are by fellow Wednesdayites, Reverend and the Makers. The podcast is on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbeam, and probably anywhere else you choose to download podcasts. There's no wrong way to listen to the show. Just do what feels right. Wherever you choose to consume the Owls Americast, we ask that you rate and review the show as it helps more Wednesdayites find our ramblings. Patty is on Twitter at Patty A. Jones and at New York Owls. Patty. What's going to be your go-to po'boy of choice in New Orleans? Ooh, I do like a catfish po'boy. I'm a big fan of the Peacemaker, if you can find it. What's that? It's fried oysters. Ooh, I had baked oysters last time. I was yeah, like, nice. Ooh, that was good. I'll try that. Um, any other recommendations for New Orleans? I'll send you a list. I got a bunch. Um, <laughs> go get a drink at Cure, if you can. Um, Le Petit Grocery for dinner. It, is, is Cure going to let 40 Wednesdayites in? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like out in like like the magazine friend. district, I think. So it's a little bit of a hike from... You'll need like seven or eight Ubers. Or five or six Uber Pluses. But I'm sure you can make it happen. <laughs> we need a coach. Mm. Where's the Wednesdayite coach when you need it? Mike is on Twitter, at Mike Maroon, and at Cascadia Owls. Mike, do you have an official prediction for the Man City game? It's going to be one nil Wednesday. Hey, I can feel it. Yeah, I can feel it. We didn't. We didn't actually mention in that portion of the preview that there's no replays and it will go to penalty kicks. Okay, sorry, nil nil PKs, yeah. and then we'll miss all our PKs. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> It'll come down to like Cameron Dawson rattling yeah. one in. Uh. <laughs> we can only hope. And if that happens. I'm on Twitter at Jeff Paternostro, and we'll be of a hell of an introduction to our show next week. She asks me why I'm just a hairy guy. I'm hairy noon and night, hair that's a fright. I'm hairy high and low. Don't ask me why, don't know It's not for lack of bread Like the grateful dead Darling
Gimme head with hair, long beautiful hair, shining, gleaming, steaming, flaxen, waxen. Gimme down the there, hair, shoulder length or longer, here baby, there mama. 